Jai Jai Sitchetanya Jai Anichananda Jai Adita Chandra Jaya Gauravakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna so we uh, are continuing our uh, our ongoing discussion on uh, on the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm. So I want to begin and read from the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adi Lila, chapter five, and I want to get into the the dream that Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami had. We know that uh, after. His, after there was a function in his house in Jamatpur. The, uh, Jamatpur is, is only two miles north of Katwa, the place where Lord Chaitanya took sannyas. So, um, and Jamatpur is then the residence of, uh, the ancestral residence of Krishna's Kaviraj. And his brother, there was this devotee, Minikatam Ramdas, a great devotee of Nichananda. And uh, there were two personalities there who apparently were not respectful to Nichananda. First, there was a Brahmana who was a Pujari, Gunarnava Misra, and he didn't behave very respectful, which, uh, which Minikatam really didn't like. And Minikatam said, here is an other Romaharsana Sutta. Uh, we're remembering Romaharsana Sutta, who had disrespected Lord Balaram. And then later, after Gunarava Misra left, then Krishna's Kaviraj's brother, he had a, uh, an argument. He had an argument with, uh, with Minikatam Ramdas. And uh, yeah, uh, after that, Krishna does, he just rebuked his brother, chastised him and told him, like, how can you accept Lord Chaitanya, not Lord Nichananda? That is like accepting the philosophy, the Arda Kukunyaya, the philosophy accepting half a hen. Uh, you cannot uh, accept one without the other. Anyhow, in this way, uh, the pastime continued, it said his brother, fell down. Thus Sri Ramdas broke his flute in anger and went away. And at that time, my brother fell down. I've thus described the power of the servant of Lord Nichananda. Now I shall describe another characteristic of his mercy. Uh, I started reading from uh, Adi Lila 5, text 178. That night, now 180, that night, Lord Nichananda appeared to me in a dream because of my good quality in chastising my brother. In the village of Jamatpur, which is near Naihati, Lord Nichananda appeared to me in a dream. I fell at his feet, offering my obeisances. He then placed his own lotus feet upon my head. Arise, get up, he told me again and again. Upon rising, I was greatly astonished to see his beauty. He had a glossy blackish complexion and his tall, strong, heroic stature made him seem like Cupid himself. He had beautifully formed hands, arms and legs and eyes like lotus flowers. He wore a silk cloth with a silk turban on his head. He wore golden earrings uh, on his ears and golden armlets and bangles. He wore tinkling anklets on his feet and a garland flower of flowers around his neck. His body was anointed with sandalwood pulp and he was nicely decorated with tilak. His movements surpassed those of a maddened elephant. His face was more beautiful than millions upon millions of moons and his teeth were like pomegranate seeds because of his chewing battle. His body moved to and fro, right and left, for he was absorbed in ecstasy. He chanted, 
Krishna, Krishna, in a deep voice. His red stick moving in his hand, he seemed like a maddened lion. All around the four sides of his feet were bumblebees. His devotees, dressed like coward boys, surrounded his feet like so many bees, and also chanted, Krishna, Krishna, absorbed in ecstatic love. Some of them played, played horns and flutes, and others danced and sang. Some of them offered betel nuts, and others waved chamara fans about him. Thus, I saw such opulence in Lord Nichananda Sarup, his wonderful form, qualities, and pastimes are all transcendental. I was overwhelmed with transcendental ecstasy, not knowing anything else. Then Lord Nichananda smiled and spoke to me as follows. Oh, dear, my dear Krishna Das, do not be afraid. Go to Vrindavan, for there you will attain all things. After saying this, he directed me toward Vrindavan by waving his hand. Then he disappeared with his associates. I fainted and fell to the ground. My dream broke, and when I regained consciousness, I saw that morning had come. I thought about what I had seen and heard and concluded that the Lord had ordered me to proceed to Vrindavan at once. That very second, I started for Vrindavan, and by his mercy, I reached there in great happiness. All glory, all glory to Lord Nichananda Balaram, by whose mercy I have attained shelter in the transcendental abode of Vrindavan. All glory, all glory to the merciful Lord Nichananda, by whose mercy I have attained shelter at the lotus feet of Sri Rupa and Sri Sanatana. By his mercy, I have attained the shelter of the great personality Sri Raghunandas Goswami, and by his mercy, I found the refuge of Sri Sarup Damodar. By the mercy of Sanatana Goswami, I've learned the final conclusions of devotional service. And by the grace of Sri Rupa Goswami, I've tasted the highest nectar of devotional service. All glory, all glory to the lotus feet of Lord Nichananda, by whose mercy I've attained Sri Radha Govinda. And of course, the chapter carries on and is full of. Uh, um, next, we get these famous verse, verses that I'm more sinful than Jagai and Madai, and even lower than a worm in stool. Anyone who hears my name loses the results of his pious activities. Anyone who utters my name becomes sinful. Who in this world but Nichananda could show mercy to such an abominable person? Hmm. Hmm. So we want to uh, focus on Krishnadas Kaviraj as a devotee, huh? first of all. And we see the dream. The dream is is. Uh, is, is extraordinary. It's a very vivid dream. He's seeing Nichananda and he's like a maddened elephant, I mean, powerful and, and his limbs moving and, and, uh, and just chanting Krishna, Krishna in a deep voice in great ecstasy. And Krishnadas is overwhelmed, overwhelmed witnessing this. Um, uh, so when we are looking at, uh, at, at so he's seeing Nichananda. Mm. That uh, it said he had a dream, and in the dream, right, I fell at his feet, offering my obeisances. And he then placed his, lo his own lotus feet upon my head. Oh. Arise, get up, he told me again and again. Upon rising, I was greatly astonished to see his beauty. So we see that in the dream, uh, not only is he seeing the Lord, but we're looking at his, his reaction also. And we're seeing he's just falling flat on the ground. Nichananda puts his lotus foot on his head and and tells him, arise, and he's astonished as he's, as he's getting up. 
is astonished to see the beauty of the Lord. Mm. And then the beauty is described. And uh, and he describes how he was overwhelmed with transcendental ecstasy, not knowing anything else. Yes. So the... Uh, the point that I wanted to make is that Lord, uh, Lord Nichananda's presence was experienced uh, in, in great ecstasy by Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. He was uh, responding to that amazing darshan with, uh, with Bhav. Um, and uh, I think I just turn on the light because... I'm noticing that it's a little dark here. But one moment. That's just the technical side of things. So, so, so Krishna does was absorbed in 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 ecstasy. And, uh, and then after, uh, after he, he awoke, uh, he, uh, before he awoke, Lord Nichananda had told him to go to Vindavan and that there he would attain all things. And then he disappeared. So then Krishna does fainted. So his dream was just a, a complete uh, reality. It was he was actually experiencing the uh, uh, the presence of of Lord Nichananda. He had a full darshan, and there was no difference between seeing the Lord in a dream or seeing him face to face. And his reaction to it was just completely uh, one of of the deepest spiritual emotions. And that is where I want to go, because I think the dream illustrates the point and his reaction to the dream, that at the end of the dream, he faints. And then as he fainted and fell to the ground, uh, he said, my dream broke. And when I regained consciousness, I saw morning had come. And then, uh, and then immediately, after that, immediately, uh, he went to Vindhava. Yes. So this is, is, is like really nice to look at, uh, at Lord Nichananda, uh, his transcendental presence, and Krishnadas Kaviraj being a completely transcendental devotee, absorbed in, in the topmost sentiments of devotional uh, experience. And that is, is uh, why I'm highlighting this dream, because uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj was a fully, uh, a fully realized Vaishnava. In the Gauragadandesh Deepika, he is identified as Kasturi Manjari, and, uh, and Krishnadas is... Uh, it's not just a scholarly author. Uh, we find in the verses that, uh, that follow the dream, um, we find that Krishna does is, uh, is, is speaking about what he attained because of the mercy of Nichananda. He said, by the mercy of Lord Nichananda Balaram, I attained shelter of Vrindavan. By the mercy of Nichananda, he attained the shelter of Rupa and Sanatan. And he, by the mercy of Nichananda, he attained the shelter of Raghunadas Goswami. And by the mercy of Raghunadas Goswami, he found refuge of Sarupdamadar Goswami. By the mercy of Sanatan Goswami, I've learned the final conclusions of devotional service. And by the greatest Sri Rupa Goswami, I've tasted the highest nectar 
of devotional service. All glory, all glory to the lotus feet of Nichananda, by whose mercy I have attained Sri Radha Govinda. And like this, we see a whole list of things that uh, that Krishna's Kaviraj has attained by the mercy of Lord Nichananda when he went to Vrindavan. And all of these things make him qualified to be the author. Um, all of them. Uh, the fact that he is uh, connected to, that he's in that transcendental abode of Vrindavan, and he's getting the, the mercy of Vrindavan, he gets the, uh, the shelter of Rupa and Sanatan, he gets the shelter of Raghunadas Goswami, he gets through him also the shelter of Srupa Damodar Goswami, and uh, and he learns from Sanatana Goswami about the final conclusions of devotional service. And by the grace of Rupa Goswami, he tastes the highest nectar of devotional service. He attains the shelter of Radha Govinda. And of course, we also know of Madan Mohan, which is not mentioned here, but he got a garland from the deity. Uh, when he went to pray, when the Vaishnavas actually asked him to uh, write Chaitanya Charitamrita. Anyway, so we're looking at the Adhikar of, of Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami as the author, the, the qualification as a writer. And we see the whole list that I've just mentioned. These are all his qualifications. The, the mercy of Lord Nichananda the fact that he is a deeply ecstatic devotee, that he has realized the, the deep bhava. And then he comes to uh, the association of the Goswamis. And through his, this association of the Goswamis, he gains more depth, not only in knowledge, but also in realization. Uh, and so in this way, he is utterly qualified as the author of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, not only uh, a great scholar in scripture, not only a great scholar in the particular writings of the Goswamis, but one who has also thoroughly realized it and, and therefore a fully a realized Vaishnava. In this way, in this way, we are appreciating Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami as as a pure devotee, as a topmost devotee, as a parisat, as an intimate associate of the Supreme Lord. Uh, one who is, uh, one who is just completely, completely focused on, uh, on the subject matter that he's writing about. Not only writing with the intellect, but writing from the heart. Just a moment. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, like this, we are... Um, looking at the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Today, I want to uh, look at the Chaitanya Charitamrita, but first of all, we have to look at the author, because by looking at the author, one can understand more about a book. So, although I earlier spoke about uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, I spoke now a little more about the author. Um, I have in front of me a book here. This is the thesis of uh, Samvidananda. Samvidananda is the, uh, is the disciple of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta. When Srila Bhaktisiddhanta was sending a party to England to go and preach uh, in the Western world, he sent, uh, he sent uh, Vilas Tirta Maharaj, he sent... Uh, Bon Maharaj, and in order to do preaching, 
and he sent some Vidananda along with them to go and study in the uh, London University. <clears throat> According to uh, uh, Bhakti Vikash Maharaj in his uh, uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Vaibhav, the book about Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, he has stated that it was Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur who wrote the outline for this thesis. Um, the thesis is, is, is giving us, uh, it, is, it is in a way, a typical, uh, a typical, uh, typical writing. Uh, it gives a general conception of, of bhakti, uh, the difference between karma, jnana, and bhakti, the object of Gaudiya Vaishnav devotion, Krishna Leela, a broad outline of the experience of bhakti, the conception of Radha, the history of Radha Krishna cult, the representation of Radha Krishna in uh, sculptural art, an outline of the early history of the Vaishnavas before the time of Chaitanya, introduction of Krishna cult, sources and background of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, sources of ecstatic devotional aspect of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. And then he gets into, uh, so after he's given that general kind of historical context of, uh, of bhakti, and in particular uh, the worship of Radha and Krishna, then he gets into the, uh, the literature. The book then is called The History and Literature of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas and their relation to other medieval Vaishnav schools. So, and then it begins to describe the Krishna Karnamrita by Bilba Mangala Lila Sukha. Uh, and of course, and he writes in a few, four chapters, uh, matters in relation to Krishna Karnamrita. Krishna Karnamrita, of course, is, is one of the books that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu discovered in South India. And it, uh, uh, it it describes really the uh, the parakiras, the mood of separation. Uh, uh, the other book that Lord Chaitanya found in South India is the fifth chapter of the uh, Brahma Samhita, and of course uh, that corresponds very much with the conclusions of Srimad Bhagavatam. Mm. Uh, then he, he speaks about other early literatures like the Gita Govinda by Jayadev Goswami, uh, Vijapati, the poet Vijapati Thakur, uh, Chandidas. So these were the earlier poets, the earlier Vaishnav poets who wrote before Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appears. And uh, then he begins to uh, a social religious background of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, Pancharatra literature, uh, the Narada Pancharatra, the foundation of uh, the Gaudiya Vaishnavas and Pancharatra literature, Narada Pancharatra. Then he begins to describe uh, literature, Upanishads, Vedanta, the Gita, Deva, the Puranas, Bhagavad Puranas, commentaries, Vishnu Purana, Brahma Samhita commentaries. Uh, then he begins to write. So after he's written something about these books, then he gets into the four Sampradayas. And after, so these were the general Vaishnava literatures. And then he goes, after he's speaking about the four Sampradayas, then he comes to, uh, to Sridhar Swami, as, who is important because a commentator on the Bhagavatam. He describes uh, Madhavinda Puri and the disciples of Madhavinda Puri. And then he gets into the uh, biographies of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The first one, Sri Chaitanya Charita Mahakavya by Murari Gupta. And then he describes uh, Kavikarnapur's book, Chaitanya Charita Mahakavya. Also, Kavikarnapur's Chaitanya Chandradoy Natak, 
and and the Guru Gadadis Deepika, uh, a few other books, Alankar Kastuba, Ananda Vindavan Champu, which describe more about Krishna, but also from the uh, Gaudiya perspective. Then he gets into the Chaitanya Bhagavat. And finally, he gets into the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Then a few other books, Chaitanya Mango, and, uh, and a few others. And uh, and then he gets into the, the persona, right? A whole list of personalities who are are there, part of Lord Chaitanya's pastimes. So in that way, he is covering the uh, the subject matter quite quite nicely, and uh, in a, in a in a traditional way. Um, earlier, we see that this had been done by uh, by DC Sen. I have to just uh, oops, DC. Krishna, it's not happening. And okay. Yeah, so um, D.C. Sen wrote a book, The of Literature of medieval Bengal and that was a uh, and that was published in 1917 and DC Sen was like the uh, the first um, the first person to kind of really cover the ground of Gaudiya Vaishnavism in, in an academic way and he began to uh, to uh, uh, map it out and, and he commented on so many things. So therefore all other scholars will always refer back to the work of DC Sen and so we also seeing that here in uh, Samvitananda's work. So on page 195 of Samvitananda's book he is beginning to describe the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita by Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami. Neither the author nor any contemporary writer has thrown any light on the early life and family history of Krishna Das Kaviraj. Um, uh, so, yes, that uh, the only part that he describes is the visit of. Minikatan Randas, uh, you know, who came to the house of the author in Jamatpur and, uh, and, and how this situation happened with his brother. Um, DC Sen has, uh, has given a whole uh, detailed uh, description about, uh, yes, about, about this. And uh, that is quoted in another book, which I have also on the table. Hold on. Can see this is the uh, Harvard edition translation of the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita by uh, by Dimmock and Stewart. Stewart then is the Sanskrit editor, uh, editor, and 
this is the Chaitanya Charitamrita Harvard translation. So there's a long introduction, and uh, in that introduction, we also are uh, discussing uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, and uh, and he gives. Um, according, he just quotes Dinesh Chandra Sen and his history of Bengali language and literature, uh, where he says, Krishna does, and who is basically, uh, yeah, uh, Krishna does was born in 1517 AD of a Vaidya family in the village of Jamatpur in Burjwan district. His father's name is Bhagirat, his mother's name is Sunanda, a very poor family, and Bhagirat supported them with practice as Kaviraj, a physician of Ayurvedic medicine. Bhagirat died when Krishnadas was about six years old. Sunanda's widow, great trouble supporting Krishnadas and his brother Shams, who was two years younger than he. So great was, indeed was a burden that she died only a few months about after her husband and the responsibility for the support of the children fell upon the, on the relatives. Uh, so, but this is mentioned in the history of Bengali literature, language and literature, uh, published in, from the Calcutta University, 1954 uh, edition. Yes, but uh, this is not accepted at all. Huh? You may Google it, and you may find this on the internet, but Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur uh, does not accept this. Uh, it doesn't accept this at all. And because there's really no evidence for it. And uh, this has been presented in the folklore, this, that. And it is made out that the Kaviraj title uh, was given to Krishna Das because they think he was a, uh, an, a Vaidya, an Ayurvedic Vaidya. Uh, Sambhidananda makes an interesting point and says that actually uh, D.C. Sen is from a Vaidya family. So, uh, so he said he might have some personal interest in, in making him out to be a Vaidya. But in our Gaudiya community, uh, we accept that the title Kaviraj was given because of his great work in Kavya, in Sanskrit poetry, and particularly for the Govinda Lilamrita, which he wrote before the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And, in, and, and it was for the Govinda Lilamrita that he got the, uh, the title Kaviraj, King of Poets. And this whole, uh, this story then about uh, the, uh, the parents is also echoed in the Gaudiya Vaishnav Abhidhan. The Gaudiya Vaishnav Abhidhan is a book um, which is not translated into English. It is published in 1959 by a, a pundit named Haridas. And it, it is an encyclopedic work on the, uh, on the associates and the movement of Lord Chaitanya. And it took the previous work of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta had started to make an encyclopedia named the Vaishnav Manjusa. So the Vaishnav Manjusa uh, was Bhakti Siddhanta's work, but that was never completed. Then Haridas incorporated that into a much greater work, but added so much from so many sources. And we see that uh, also many sources that are not bona fide. Um, okay, so putting this edition of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the Harvard edition, aside now. And looking at it again later. Yep. And picking up, it's almost said that's a big book. I have an even bigger book here. And this book is is called. Uh, 
meet here. Shri Chaitanya and his life and associates by Swami uh, Bhaktibala Tirtha. So, who, uh, who had also an academic background and who is, was a disciple of, a grand disciple of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, disciple of uh, Madhva, uh, Madhva Maharaj uh, in the Gaudiya Mantra. So Bhakti Balaptira Maharaj is still alive. It is a very nice book, a Mandala publication, so they, they do very first-class stuff. And this book is, uh, is then explaining all the parisats, all the associates of, uh, of the Lord. And uh, so we will just go to Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami and also on page 195. Mm -mm. 191, 193, 195. So, in his introduction to the original Gaudiya Mat edition of Chaitanya Charitamrita, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Thakur wrote the following about Krishnadas antecedents. We do not know who Krishnadas's parents were, not even their names. Despite recent claims that their names have been discovered, no concrete evidence can be found to substantiate them. Krishnadas is a spiritual name and not one that he used in his family life. Krishnadas has given us some autobiographical uh, autobiographical information in the fifth chapter of the Adi Lila, from which we learn that he was born in Jamatpur, which is near the Sal Salar railway station. Uh, okay. Uh, to this day, Krishna does his Gornitai deities are still worshipped in his hometown, uh, but there do not seem to be any descendants of his family living. Uh, Sambhitananda is commenting, yes, that most likely the, the Chaitanya deity there is the original deity of Krishnadas Kaviraj. Uh, Krishnadas was ordered to go to Vrindavan in the dream. Uh, Srila Prabhupada Saraswati Goswami has established Krishnadas dates by collating information from several sources. He concluded that he was probably born in about 1520 AD and died in about 1616 or 1617. Uh, hmm. Okay, so Vrindavan Dastakur appeared sometime after 1510 AD. Krishnadas, magnificent biography of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was meant to serve as an appendix to his work. Okay, so then we have... Uh, mm -hmm. So we spoke a little bit uh, from various sources about the background and the And I just wanted to, to do that just to make sure because uh, nowadays... Oh, Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Nowadays we live in the Google world, and and everyone will Google, and if you Google, you will surely find these descriptions about Krishna does his family background, and I have now clearly established that uh, this is not uh, not acceptable to us, and not in any way, uh, not in any way supported by evidence and that DC Sen has just very quickly echoed uh, local folklore information without any actual evidence to substantiate it. Okay, so Sambhidananda is also exposing this and, and says uh, on I'm back to this book. And 
page 197, uh, history and literature of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas and their relation to other medieval Vaishnav schools, published by Sri Gaudiya Chennai. Uh, there, it is said that uh, its etym etymological meaning is king of poets. The title is generally conferred on Kavya writers. Jiva Goswami used to confer titles and honors on Vaishnav students. Govindadas and Ramachandra gained the title of Kaviraj on their po poetical merit. From Sijiva Goswami, who blessed uh, Srinivas and Nartam with the titles Acharya and Thakur, uh, Krishadas seemed to have got the title of Kaviraj in recognition of his voluminous masterpiece of Kavya literature, Govinda Lilamrita. Okay, so. Uh, so Sambhidananda is suggesting that it would be uh, Jiva Goswami who would have given the title. And uh, that is certainly uh, very possible, um, very possible, but also not necessarily uh, a fact, uh, which you can verify, you know, unless there would be some reference. Uh, so, In uh, then he says here his guru Raghunath Das. Now whether that was his Diksha guru or Siksha guru, most will say that Krishna Das was a disciple of uh, of Raghunath Das, and uh, but. We show there's a number of verses in the beginning about the disciple of the CC, about the discipleship of Krishna's Kaviraj. You know, look at that in a moment. So, leaving that, Raghunadas referred to him at the end of his Mukta Charita as Kavin Rupa, I think. It says here Ripa, but I think it's Rupa, Kavin Rupa, which is the same as Kaviraj. Takunaratam, who lived with him at Radhakund, for some time, says the following in his Partana. Krishadas Kaviraj, connoisseur among the devotees who composed Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, his Govinda Lilamrita moves the stones to tears. Alas, my mind is not directed to it. Hmm. So, hmm. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we we just want to carry on and go to the uh, the Chaitanya Charitamrita and and uh, but I just have to quickly go there. Yeah, a little bit about dates. Huh? There is a. Uh, also, uh, it is said that, generally speaking, there is a colophon. At the end of a book, there is a date given. That is a common practice in the uh, Gaudiya Vaishnav uh, tradition, and Prabhupada also follows that, uh, completed on such and such a codice. So it says that uh, the colophon states that uh, the book was completed at Vrindavan in the Sakha, 1537, which makes it 1615 AC. Mm. And then he gives uh, uh, he also gives us like a, a document. It is, he's writing a thesis, so he says uh, he says uh, the following India office manuscripts number S2311 
32, 58, 28, 58 also contain the set verse. But then there's another reading which puts it at 1582 uh, from, uh, from DC Sin. Yes, then S.K. Day, another scholar, has observed this verse in some manuscripts. Prima Vilas also contains that the verse where the Chaitanya Charitamrita would be uh, uh, would be completed in 69. Uh, there's another another book which has uh, stated that 1582. Uh, 1582 is out of the question because uh, it is said that he has mentioned twice the Gopal Champu and the Chopal Gopal Champu was completed in uh, two parts the first part 1588 and the second part in 1592 um, so you know we can say that uh, Generally speaking, uh, after all this talk about dates, we can say, somebody another points out, it's definitely uh, between 69 and 1615, and our inclination is towards 1615. Um, now, why all this dating, uh, why is it so important? It's very important because uh, it puts Krishna does late. It puts Krishna does after everyone else. Uh, uh, I'm having another book here on the table. And this book is called The Final Word. It is written by Tony Stewart. He was the co-editor of Dimmock, who did the Harvard translation of Chaitanya Charitamrita is the Sanskrit editor. And Dimmock wrote, did his uh, PhD thesis on the biographies of Lord Chaitanya, uh, Stewart, sorry, Stewart did his PhD thesis on the uh, uh, biographies of Lord Chaitanya, was a student of Dimmock, and he wrote this book on the Chaitanya Charitamrita called the final word. Now, why is Stuart, Tony Stewart, calling the book the final word? Um, because he's pointing out that Krishna does his biography is, is very carefully constructed, um, very scholarly constructed, and that it really, um, the book included everything that was relevant in terms of evidence from the, uh, uh, yeah, from the, from all the Chaitanya biographies, from the writings of the Goswamis. Uh, the Chaitanya Charitamrita has absorbed the previous biographies, and it has absorbed the Kadacha, the diary from uh, Sarup Damodar Goswami about the later pastimes, so, and so it, it, it adds that authority which no one, held, no one else has. It has included the works of Kavi Karnapur, uh, his Chaitanya Chandra Natak, his Gauraganadesh Deepika. It uh, it has therefore taken the conclusion from Kavi Karnapur where he established the Panchatattva uh, based on the diary of Sri Damada, which was not found in any of the other biographies. Uh, that is explained in the Guruganadis Deepika in a number of verses, but Krishna does has just basically constructed his whole Chaitanya Charitamrita on the concept of Panchatattva. He has dedicated seven chapters to it and that relationship uh, amongst the members uh, is, is an ongoing relationship. 
which comes out throughout the whole book. It is, it creates a hierarchy. It creates, it's, it's, it's like, it creates Lord Chaitanya, Nichananda, Advaita Acharya as three levels of the Supreme Lord. And then it, it, uh, um, it, it establishes the Shakti Tattva devotees, what a direct uh, expansion of Srimata Radharani and then the Jiva Tattva devotees. And in this way, we see all these uh, personalities present. We see how Swarup Damodar and Ramananda Rai uh, are in the Shakti Tattva, and we see how they have, uh, uh, how they are considered to be Lalita and Vishaka, and how they are like great authorities in in the movement. Um, we see how. Uh, Rupa Goswami is none other than Rupa Manjari, the direct assistant to Lalita. Uh, we're seeing how the, uh, the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is in the mood of Srimati Radharani, and we see how these followers uh, uh, are such as Lalita, Vishaka, Rupa Manjari, that these are in Radharani's own party and that their main focus is Radhadasya. When uh, Sanatan Goswami has established the, 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 the Rasa Tattva and the Tattva of, of our uh, philosophy is, is uh, Rupa Goswami who has is the Rasacharya who has uh, fully established all the intricacies of Rasatattva and, and, and their experiences. Uh, the uh, Sanatana Goswami in the Brihad Bhagavatamrita establishes uh, which devotee has a more intimate relationship with Krishna and, and gradually goes up and comes to the residence of Vindavan, comes to uh, Srimata Radharani, and so on. But uh, Rupa Goswami goes into all the details of the emotional experiences and so on. And then Raghuna does, in his books, he focuses on, on how Radharani's own party, which is the party of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, is in the mood of Radhadasya, more than being the servant of Krishna, in being the servant of Srimata Radharani. Because, after all, the greatest way to serve Krishna is through Radharani. Because who can serve Krishna, uh, who can please Krishna better than she can? Therefore, assisting her in pleasing Krishna is, is, is the mood that is taught throughout the, uh, the lineage of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It is Radhadasya, service to Srimata Radharani is higher than service to Krishna. Mm. You can see very much in Vrindavan, um, that is the local uh, greeting, Radhe Radhe, right? uh, always going always in this mood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gopi Bhattapada Kamalira Dasana Dasana Das, to be the servant of the servant of the servant um, of the gopis in Vrindavan. Mm. Anyway, uh, so, this book of Tony Stewart called The Final Word is establishing one very important point about the Chaitanya Charitamrita, and that the Chaitanya Charitamrita is the final word. Final word in the sense that it includes as the later pastimes of the Lord, it includes all the works of the Goswamis, it includes the, uh, the, uh, the writings of all the biographers, it is fully uh, based on the uh, on Srimad Bhagavatam, um, uh, very much so. It provides uh, uh, Samvidananda 
gives a number, oh, um, okay, which I will quickly. Uh, um, just a moment. Okay, so uh, just some statistics about the Chaitanya Charitamrita. The book is divided into three parts called the Adi Lila, Madhya Lila, and Antya Lila. The Adi Lila contains 17 chapters, Madhya Lila, 25 chapters, Antya Lila, 20 chapters. The Chaitanya Charitamrita contains 11,515 verses which are both in Sanskrit and in Bengali, and of which 915 Sanskrit verses are quoted from previous works in support of his views. And he has composed 97 Sanskrit verses and the rest 10,503 verses. Uh, in Bengali. Uh, that doesn't, yes, 11,515 total verses and then 915 and 97 are deducted, which makes 10,503. All right, so, uh, and, and, most of these uh, these verses are Bhagavatam verses, and we have, uh, have have mentioned that in an earlier lecture. Anyway, so uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita is uh, is including everything. Uh, it includes the the six astak, the eight verses which were spoken by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had been recorded in the Pajavali of Rupa Goswami. Um, so, uh, therefore, uh, therefore, it is the, the final word. It is based on the authority of the uh, Puranic literature, of the Vedic literature, it is based on the authority of the uh, previous biographies. It is based on the authority of the, of the six Goswamis. And, uh, and it, is, uh, it is providing the information of the later pastimes. Therefore, the authority of Srup Damanar Goswami is included. Uh, the authority of Sarvabhama Bhattacharya is, is included. Uh, so in this way, uh, the Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami has very expertly uh, dealt with, uh, with the entire uh, spectrum. It plays... It places uh, the uh, uh, it places Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in dialogue with the acharyas of the sampradayas. Uh, Madhavendra Puri is included, um, and in this way, uh, it is the final word. And with that, Tony Stewart has has captured a point, uh, and that is his valuable contribution. Um, where Tony Stewart's book is lacking, that is particularly in his understanding of Krishnadas Kaviraj's extraordinary qualities as a, uh, as a scholar. Uh, and that Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami is uh, he recognized him as a scholar, but he has not any mentions uh, about his uh, being a, 
a realized devotee, but he hasn't fully uh, understood the impact, the impact of, uh, of that. Uh, when it is stated that Krishna Das has realized in full all the qualities, all the qualities of the, uh, uh, of the teachings of the Goswamis. Uh, as he says in, in, in uh, Adilila 5, uh, text 203, by the mercy of Sanatana Goswami, I've learned the final conclusions of devotional service. And by the grace of Sri Rupa Goswami, I've tasted the highest nectar of devotional service. And then seeing how that manifests in the, already in the dream, then we're seeing that Krishna Das Gavir's Goswami is a topmost devotee. And therefore, we're saying he's a bhava bhakti, he's a prema bhakti, he's a, a siddha purush, he is a devotee who has attained perfection. And this is the unique nature of the Goswami school. Um, Tony Stewart sees it too much in, in like a political context, how the Goswami school tried to pre uh, establish its prominence over other Gaudiya Vaishnavas and in the whole community of Chaitanya followers and take the most prominent position. Now, it is true that the Goswami school through Krishnadas Kaviraj and through Jiva Goswami sending the uh, Srinivasa Naritam is, is establishing its prominence. But it is the Goswami school has the prominence in, in realizing the, uh, the it, it is presenting the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and realizing those teachings in full. And so we're seeing in the Goswamis, we see this amazing Krishna Prem, uh, Krishna Kirtana Gana Nartana Paro Premamritambo Nidi. Srinivasacharya says they're always absorbed, always absorbed in an ocean of transcendental Prem. And we see the same ocean of transcendental Prem is there in Krishna Daskavya's Goswami. Therefore, that is, is not. Uh, that we don't find in the final word. That is its greatest defect. I mean, uh, otherwise there are many nice details, uh, historical details in the book that uh, are, uh, are interesting. Sometimes we, uh, we may agree, may not agree. Uh, that's another matter. Uh, so it's a resource book for historical details. Uh, but the greatest gift, seeing the Chaitanya Charitamrita as the final word, there Tony Stewart uh, came up with, with, with a, a very valuable ob uh, observation. Uh, unfortunately, he could not capture the essence of the Goswami school, that it is the vehicle of Krishna Prem, uh, very much manifest in the Goswamis, and that that is their first qualification. And that is Krishna's Kaviraj's first qualification. And then additional, the learning and scholarship and so on in their works, which presents the theology of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu completely. And in this way, we appreciate the Chaitanya Charitamrita's unique position and even even during his lifetime, the Chaitanya Charitamrita was already a classic. It was already being established in temples and worshipped in, in West Bengal. And it continues to be the, uh, the principal book about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So the final word of uh, of. Uh, Tony Stewart is, uh, is, 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 is a book that has its good sides and bad sides, as academic literatures do, uh, incomplete. But because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's life is so close in history, therefore we cannot just ignore the work of historians. 
um, because 500 years ago is still within the reach of a historical realm. And that is why we are looking, we as bhaktas are looking at historical works as well. But always through, uh, through the lens of the Gaudiya Vaishnav Siddhanta or of the Chaitanya Saraswat Sampradaya uh, or through the writings of A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Thank you very much. Shri Prabhupada Kijai, Shri Chaitanya Chaitanya Kijai.